This is Power 1 and 2 Digital, the Power Breakfast Show podcast series. Wendell Stephen, Richard Rockabarating, Ruben is in the mix. My name is Steve Khan. We'll keep you company until 9 o'clock. But let's get into the meat of the matter. Let's see what's happening on the highways and the byways as you make your commute. Wherever you have to go, most of you are going to work, I'm sure. You're going to get traffic on the solo from Freeport to Sugar Gorners. Then you'll step on the gas and then you'll slow up. Slow going towards the interchange and then if you're in the port of Spain, slow going. You'll speed up just a little bit by Baratari, but that's about it, all right? Approaching Piaco Lights, traffic. Trinity City to Yui, got traffic. Eastern Main Road, not too bad. Nothing else to tell you about. Nothing else. But let's see who sent us hellos first thing this morning. Ah, boy. Let's see. Off the gate first this morning, Kent E. It's TGIF. Good morning to PBS and all incredible listeners. One week down, 52 more to go. God, Celia in Baltimore. Good morning, Maria Marva. Ray Ray. Good morning to Ray Ray out in West Palm Beach, Florida. At 12.30. Trev, Trev in Arima. Morning, Oliver, man. Warren, good morning to you. Miss Ingrid, good morning to Ruben as well. Carol Guevara Wagwan. Miss Maloney Dudu, what's happening? DJ Ray out in Tampa, good morning to you as well. Thank you so much for joining us. 
All right, and of course, let's check some steps, shall we? 24 in Piago, same in Crown Point. It's one in Toronto. It's 20 in Miami. 12 in Orlando. New York, you're at six. Atlanta, you're at four. London, it's eight and cloudy. And where am I surprised? DJ Ray, 13 by you. And in Washington, Chris, it's eight. Good morning, CJ out in New York. Good morning to you. Let me turn across to the guys here. Good morning to you, Wendell Stephen. What's happening? What's happening? Oh, I didn't realize you reached me this morning. I was typing a message. Good morning, Steve. Uh-huh. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, Richard. Good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. And is that David McIntyre, the man senior? Good morning, David. Yeah, David is in my spirit. Right. <laughs> uh, good morning, Trinidad and Tobago. It's uh, Steve, that video you shared, that's something that recently happened um, in Buffalo, New York? I, I think it is. Wow. I got it from a friend of mine that lives in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Um, I just accidentally called somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, wow. That was something. <laughs> anyway, we're here. We're happy to be in the land of the living, of course. Yesterday was an absolute joy watching the clips and the some of the live coverage of that funeral of Black Stalin. I thought it was something. It was an absolutely beautiful send off that South put together and the Calypso fraternity for Black Stalin. Just about everybody went to that funeral. Yeah, it was huge. Everybody, you know. So well done, um, San Fernando. Well done, Tuco, and well done. Um, um, the family of Black Stalin, giving him a wonderful send-off. Let's break all records on the 6th of January and say good morning, Richard Ragobasing. What? Yeah, I saw no. it, on. I thought, I thought it was, I thought oh it was... Oh my goodness. Richard, um, I thought it was Richard, <laughs> Richard Norris, an athlete man too, so. Good morning, Ragobasing. Good morning, guys. Hi, morning, morning, guys. Ten past nine past six, you know. Nine uh, past six. I press to enter. Folks, something is wrong oh. somewhere. It's a new day. Let's it's do a, a new poll. dawn. It's is a new it, year. Is his bed wet? Yes or no? Tell me. I would not be able to tell okay. you that. No, Martin, listen. Send me a message. You're talking to somebody. You're really hungry yet. Good morning, guys. He's buying papers. He's buying papers. Oh, yes. That's what he's doing. So I... I want to concur with Wendell. I'm so happy that the Prime Minister, the former President, the appeal, the Justice Lucky and, and others uh, turned out and paid personal tribute to like Dr. Kalist, the late. Yeah. I think it was a wonderful send-off to somebody who <laughs> certainly deserved it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a joy watching the, the videos and the clips and I mean, that's how a send-off should be. That kind of happy way. You know? Well, when someone was that profound and made such an uh, invaluable contribution across the region, uh, dare I say across the hemisphere, mm-hmm. I think he certainly deserves it. And and what is great about Stalin is he was always such a humble guy. Yeah. No ears, no affectations. Just what you see is what you get. Just do his calypso work and and write brilliantly and um inspire so much you know yeah. um as, as someone said i found this such a good quotation um he was in black lives before black lives matter to the world 
Oh yes, for sure, for sure. And uh, I, I like, I like the the parts of the eulogy <laughs> with the daughter when she said he never entered a polling booth. So much so that when he appeared on a on a political platform, I think in 1991, he sang um, "Better Days Are Coming," <laughs> and um, people thought that you know it was a, it was it was it was well he was aligning himself. Endorsing and then he went on the other person platform and sang um and sang um oh what is what is the tune oh he sang another tune um oh goodness why is why why was this thing so close um embedded in my memory and now this god the other tune that he sang the other calypso that he sang when he went on the other yeah, platform that's, that's not uncommon to you to get so close and then can't finish well yeah, yeah, you're right. You're, you're actually right. Yeah, and then just stop short of finishing. <laughs> Maybe it will, yeah. it will retain, you know? The, the tablets yeah. for that, you know? <laughs> I know. But they do help either. <laughs> and then you have real problems. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Maybe, it's, Maybe it's the present stimulus that you're yeah. Maybe it's the stimulus that needs to be changed. One of these days, and it's not a fear of mine, eh? that my private business is going to be public and simply because of the actions of, of of an individual it's it's going to become public and if it don't become public i'm going to make it public because i have no i have no um i have no hang-ups about my my life and all the struggles that i've been through and some of the joys that i've been through so i've shared a lot of joyful things that i've experienced and one of these days i'm going to share a very very sad experience like of- like every human being we all have trials and triumphs. Yeah. So let no let no man point their finger at yeah. you or or woman for that matter. Yeah, but we there's all a have trial. triumphs we... and we all have trials. All all of us. That's why we that's why we don't here still. Yeah, true. The after after though, this is a trial I didn't expect. I can't say that I don't deserve because I'm not I'm not I'm not in that position to say I don't deserve a trial. But I I, I didn't expect it. But say what? Jesus Christ is in the trials yet? True, eh? So true. Right. That's all I say. If they, if they could do him that, mm. who is real, how would tell that? And he yeah. ain't nobody, nothing. He come to help me. Yeah. And yeah. He, yeah. He come He come to sacrifice his life first. He, yeah. he came to sacrifice and they, they crown him with a thorn, a crown, a, a mm. crown of thorns and, and mm-hmm. other myriad unspeakables. Okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. who is you? Who is you? You know, yeah. Yeah. not not saying that you're Jesus Christ, and that's that's that. I understand your analogy. Yeah. White like the dripping snow. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes nah. I am, you know. Nah. No, 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 Oh gosh! This this is you go sometimes for your entertainment. No, no, no. Sometimes I just wish that good sense will prevail, and then it just gets so very out of hand, you know. But anyway, so (laughs) rest in peace, Black Stalin. Thank you for the music and your inspiration, and and we don't understand sometimes how artists like Stalin and others impact us and get us through difficult times as a country mm-hmm. 
when you're here, we can make it if we try and we sing it in, a, in the back of our heads. That's it. That's it. That's the tune, Paul. He went to the other platform and said, we can make it if we try. I, did, I didn't I didn't want to go in until people went into your head and put it out. But yeah. <laughs> one was that, better days are coming and the next one is we that, can that make power, it. That power. I didn't want to let you know I had that power. But <laughs> that's why I could say, no, 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 no. Because I saw some things in there when I went in. <laughs> That I did not divulge. Those are the two tunes. <laughs> you understand? Yeah, when you sing songs and, and you realize how much joy black men come out to party or Caribbean and give you as, a, as an individual singing them to yourself. Mm. I mean, it's priceless. Mm-hmm. Invaluable. So, yeah. thank you for the music, style. And I'm, I'm glad the Prime Minister went and I'm glad the former President The Prime Minister went. wasn't there. Well he, well, well, he sent um. Yes, Rob, that, Mrs. Robinson. Yes, Mrs. Robinson, Mrs. Robinson Mrs. Mrs. but I'm, I'm, yes. that he found, found it fit to make a point of, of yeah, um, yeah. sending a representative to to yes. to to um, enunciate his his uh, what's the word his praise for Stalin. Yeah, yeah. His yeah, acknowledgement yeah. of Stalin's work. So yeah, yeah. Morning, Kadian tongues and morning, morning. <laughs> Good morning to Paria Fuel Trading Company Limited. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Paul, you're bad. Why? Was my, how, how bad? Am I just saying good morning to Paria? Feel free to come in. Why are bad? You're bad. You're just naturally bad. It's in your DNA. I can be, but I'm just. Uh, can I say good morning to Paria? Feel free to come in. Let me put on my, my best um, Jerome, Jerome Lynch. Good morning, everyone. Oh, that's welcome. That's terrible. So Paris Health Safety and Environment and Quality Lead, Randolph Archibald, yesterday admitted that the divers who were sucked into the 30-inch pipeline were working without supervision when the incident occurred. Mm-hmm. He contended the divers removed the inflatable plug that caused the pressure differential and uh, eventually the tragedy they were supposed to be on lunch. On lunch. So speaking is speaking of the mission, he said they returned early from their lunch break to remove the plug. That's why Paria's designated supervisor was not present to oversee their actions or stop them. I mean. Hmm. So people getting chastised are going back to Wigoli. Well, not no, they're getting chastised for removing something um, without supervision. They're mm-hmm. getting chastised for going back to work early. And I don't know, well, I don't even know if it's chastised, they're getting exposed. You see that well, pirate thing, as I said? Well, I mean, well they're I not, mean, it's easy to see anything because guess what? Uh-huh. I guess I, I, I'm presuming that Christopher Boudram is going to come back. After all this and and be re reexamined there. Well, as as Jerome Lynch said yesterday, QC, he does not want it to be to come a, come across as a trial where people are being um cross examined and being really um, well it's too late for that. Yeah, I know. But he but he said that yesterday because he said then people will not come. You understand? If they feel that they're in a court. And they being um being 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 budgeted into giving evidence. He said that. He said people are Literally. free to write. He said people are free to write what they want to say and come and read it if they wish. You understand? 
because the, what they want is 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 as much information about the incident as possible but i agree maybe he said that a little too late or maybe he should be continue to reiterate that during the course of this um commission the inquiry well i, I would hope people don't feel fearful but i mean you're not gonna get a rich saying things are not being examined mm. Because he had to, he had to warn Mr. Ramada again about his style. You understand? Hmm. Uh, you know, you guys, Richard, you all three of you, you all have, have you all passed by? This thing is upsetting me so much. Have you all seen the bus stop by Mount Hope Hospital there on the PBR? Westbound. There's one westbound, there's one eastbound. The one that's westbound, right there before the light by Mount Hope Junction and the PBR. You mean with all the bush? No, not, not bush. Not bush. Garbage. Somebody living in it. And it's just garbage, clothes, all manner of things the man has in that bus terminus. It is so unsightly. I cannot imagine every single authority in this country passing there. Because even if you're going, even if you're not on the PBR and you're going north south on, on, that, on that road, the Raya Butler, you, you can't miss it. The bus stop right by that junction there by Mount Hope Hospital. Nobody can use it. It's garbage all over the bus stop from whoever a homeless person is living there. Well, good morning, guys. Well, Wendell, you know, there's so many bus stops that are in a dilapidated and terrible condition um i'm looking at one right now uh, where the whole inside is hanging down that if somebody sitting on his seat if that was to lose its grip it's like the whole ceiling is hanging down so if somebody's sitting down there and that falls on them there is you know possible injury mm. um so obviously bus stops are reflective of ptse yeah. And it, it's just in a kind of way, a kind of microcosmic vision of where the PTSD is. And nobody's doing anything about it. Nobody. No, but I don't think you're going to get worse than this particular one. On the, because I, I look at all of them, and I have pointed it out last time we interviewed Mr. Gooden, we pointed it out to him. But there is nothing more unsightly than this particular bus stop right now on the P, on the PBR. Or anywhere in Trinidad or Trinidad. It Nothing comes back. Time. It comes back to those things. Oh, I I took a picture. I'm gonna send it now. It comes back to whether these pieces are for us, hmm. or is it for the displaced? Hmm. So you have parks and stuff, which we talk about. That you see parks and stuff abroad where people sit and and some even have their lunch. They sit on the grass and stuff. You don't see that in Trinidad and it's big context because hmm. it's vagrants. It's mentally ill people mm. on the streets and towns and the main cities. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that occupy those places. So people, you know, wouldn't want to go in and into those kind of places. And similarly, in a lot of bus stops, people don't even stand up in the bus stops anymore unless it's raining. Mm. Because, and I and I take your point. I mean, I haven't particularly looked at that bus stop. I just so sent the picture. I, I, saw it. I can't see. Mm -hmm. But I remember there used to be a bus stop right as you turn out of um, Piaku Airport, it used to be on your left there. 
and it used to be in a terrible condition with that same kind of situation mm. where, where it became somebody's living quarters. And Camille Robinson Regis, I remember at the time, was the minister um, in charge of um, that would have been what? Planning. I don't know if it was planning or whatever, and I raised it. But this year's ago we're talking about because they have since removed that buster. Mm -hmm. It has been removed. Um, or was it Penelope Beckles? I, I can't remember whom it was. It was it was uh, probably under Manning's administration. And so it's one of them. And mm. and that bus stop, like what you're describing there, was what mm. that was. But maybe worse. I don't mm. know if it's worse. And I complained, I complained on it on air. And I complained on it when we interviewed them. And eventually mm. something was done. And what was done? They just dismantled the entire bus stop. Well, this one, I this one, I don't know how they're going to fix it. Yeah, but terrible. have you passed that areas yet? We know. Well, look at but, look at it yourself but, when you pass in there. But gentlemen, make it your business to look at it and take up. You could take a better angle picture than I did, because, but, uh, because it it is awful, awful. But did you all see the pictures I sent you all um, of Fort George? Yes, what I did. Know? That is absolutely horrendous. Well, I said one one of the comments in the was it was it was it from Facebook? Yeah. So one of the comments in Facebook was that it was that it went under the Ministry of um, it's now under the Ministry of Tourism and Culture. Oh, and that explains and, it. Well, it was well, it was now put under them in the last budget, and hopefully that. But I don't even know if they have the resources to deal with it. But why would such a historical site and a beautiful building? Because I've been in that building. I yeah. have filmed in that building. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and I've been on those grounds, and it's quite beautiful. Why would it be allowed to get to such a state of dilapidation? It is. Uh, it's totally that. I don't. I don't. I don't. It's. In, but the pictures you sent were. They, it was terrible. Terrible. That, Completely. Yeah. You know, but we have. Spend, they probably have to spend millions of dollars to get it back because you also want to restore, and restoring is always more expensive. Mm -hmm. And you want to restore the architecture and stuff of the building, but it looks quite dilapidated. But how did it get to that point? I don't know. Part of it probably is people not going up to Fort George because they figure they're going to be robbed because yeah. the National Security Services and the Portland City Council have never done anything in enhancing the safety of people going up to Fort George. So it became an issue that people never wanted to go up there anymore, which which means to a certain level, because people are not visiting, it's getting dilapidated and people are not noticing. Because that route to get up to Fort George became notorious for being for people robbing you. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. a mm -hmm. historical site in Trinidad and Tobago, and you can't access it because the bandits are more powerful than the National Security Services. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but let's you know thank our forty-one members of Parliament, including the goodly independent senator. <laughs> thank yeah. you for the hard work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, let's thank yeah. them all. Yeah, thank them all. Mm -hmm. Rang them all 41 plus, um, 16 plus, 
I need to see any name there. Yeah, look at name there still with a, with a crossover in mic. But a but slash. you know that whole thing that whole thing about recall of events. You know when events occur, which is why witness testimony can be notoriously um unreliable. There's a movie from the nineteen fifties by a, a Japanese movie from the nineteen fifties called Rashomon, um by Akiro Kurosawa. And in it, in that movie, if any of you have seen it, um, an incident occurs, and it's four of four different versions of people who were witness to the incident. So you never really know what the truth is, because everybody sees incidents through the lens, um, generally, of, of. Uh, many times, we, well, you we all have implicit bias in some yeah. way, yeah. and you see and you assess an event in a different way. It's just a human thing, and and cycle. And that whole that movie called Rashomon um, became uh, uh, became a thing, even for film and psychology, and even in judicial, and even in the in as part of the uh, judges sometimes referring to it as the Rashomon effect, meaning that um, different people will see an incident through their particular lens. And so the story changes depending on the lens and through which you saw the actual event. Mm. And, and, and sometimes it's very difficult to get at the actual truth and the objectivity of the truth because witnesses psychologically and um and you know the psychologists say the more the more that you look back at an event that you you remember the more it changes from what the original thing was you may think it's the same event you reporting but your, your brain is wired in a particular way that it's not actually recalling it in exactly the same way there'll mm. always be subtle differences which is why witnesses can be sometimes so unreliable um, in terms of court cases and stuff like that, but it's a movie called Rashomon by yeah. Akiro Kurosawa. And it's a, so, it's so when I heard Paul talking about it, talking about Paris this morning, that came back to mind. That whole Rashomon effect of, and they do it sometimes in games where where, where children um, are on phones, and you get a message and you're sending on the message to somebody else, and you send on the message to somebody else, and that person sends on the message to somebody else, and by the time it reaches to the last person, it's a completely different from what it was in the beginning. You know what? You know what that reminds me of, Richard? We, we did an exercise in school once. I can't remember who the teacher was. I think it was a, a Mr. Jeffers. And what he did is that he put like five children out of the classroom at different places of, of, um, on, on the school compound. And then he read a story for the class. And then one person had to go outside and relate the story to uh, as one of the students and that person would go to the other student relate the story and then and then eventually the five, the last student would come back in the class and relate what they would have heard and the story completely changed by the time that final student came back in the class i remember doing that exercise as a teenager in school you understand mm. 
yeah. a completely different story came back in the in the, in the class than one was to, what was originally told. Mm. It's a thing that's also utilized in film and stuff. Mm -hmm. People are constructing stories. Yeah. So it's so it's um so, so it's probably at play here. Mm -hmm. it, you know, yeah. in terms yeah, of how different it. people saw the event as it transpired and remember everybody's recalling. Yes. 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 Which is why, which is why um, doing make doing witness statements at the point in time is so important. You understand? Mm -hmm. So that you could you could go back, go over it, so that you could record, refresh yourself as to exactly what you said back then. Because the mm -hmm. way things drag through the system here, you will never remember everything. Yep. You understand? As it happened, if you have to rely solely on memory. Because sometimes, for example, when somebody's telling you something and, and they say, let's say somebody's saying, you remember when we went to um, um, Maracas last year, June, and you remember when we meet the lady and they'll be telling you the incident. And I know sometimes I don't remember the incident exactly the way the person is saying it. Mm -hmm. but I just go along with it and I just say, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah I remember. I do oh God, I do. Yeah, know but you don't really, but sometimes people are saying things and you're like, well, I don't remember that happening, that particular nuance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you just go along with it because it's not that important in terms of the larger things of, you know, of things in life. It's not that important to you, but you just go along with it. I have a few friends like that. I just say, okay, yeah, sure, yeah, boy, you know. <laughs> and that was real joke, yeah, that was real. I do that because sometimes I know they're telling the story because they want to enhance what they, what, they, what, what in, in their mind, what they did, you know. They want to, um, mm -hmm. what, what they call what's the word I'm looking for? They want to, um, oh, they want to, well, for sure, for want of a better word, praise themselves. So I say, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what happened. I, I, my days of being intense, Richard Dunn, yes? I, you know? I'm oh, sorry. There's one <laughs> life now. Live it. <laughs> but what yeah. else is happening in the news today? I don't have newspapers today. I do. No, I thought it was just buying it. I figured that's who you talking to. What's that? We figured you were just buying it. We thought you were by the papers, person. The way it was, the noise you're hearing. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't have to explain the noise, though, now. Oh, no, I, no. But no, I wasn't by the papers. Hmm. So, uh, uh, what else uh, is in the news? Um, activity ban at Hazy Crawford's after Carnival. They said construction and refurbishment work at Hazy Crawford will commence at the conclusion of the carnival season. So Marshall has gotten the go-ahead. I don't know if Tribe, um, I don't know if Soka Drome has gotten the go-ahead. Um, but we'll wait and see. Well, I've seen a news item with regard to the Soka Drome, and they were saying, um, earlier this week, I think it was, and they were saying that, what is it, the Minister of Sport? It would come uh, under her, the stadium. Yeah. And, hmm. and maybe Paul could have a word with her. 
anyway. Yes, she and Paul Close. But anyway, um, and she and they were referencing that uh, one of the options, well, well, they were saying that they couldn't use the stands at all in the GPA mm -hmm. complex, which is where tribe usually passes. Yeah. They say they couldn't use the stands at all, and that they, if they wanted, they could build their own bleachers. That was being considered. It, it wasn't a decision yet. So you're right. It wasn't a decision. Mm -hmm. And that they will, could probably use bleachers, but but using the bleachers, which they would have to construct themselves, would reduce the amount of space they have for the parade. The parade. Yeah. Yeah. So it was something that was being discussed. But but yeah. but what was clear was they saying that they couldn't use the the actual stands as as they are there now because they're too. I assume they're too dangerous. Right? Wow! I didn't even realize. I didn't know it was that bad. But that, that's what they said. Hmm. I don't know how bad it is. What well, the complex or the stadium? No, Gene Peck. Yeah. But it had but there was a report that it had been condemned and is due to be demolished. Yeah. So how can it's you use it for anything safely? And this is well, a report from the Ministry of Sport. Well, well, they're saying that they can't use it, but hmm. they'll have to build their own bleachers if they wanted to use this space. Yeah, because I would imagine the I would imagine the Found the the ground the ground area is all right, but it's yeah. the no, no, when the, but if if you've been to the complex at all, and and I'm mm. I'm not surprised that they condemned it. Mm. If you go inside the structural integrity of that metal, you can build stuff around actually because people might be there. And just the, the the movement in the space mm -hmm. may cause damage. Right. If the place has been condemned. The place has been condemned. Building beaches around a condemned structure or or a structure that you are not sure of its structural integrity is dangerous. Yeah. But Marshall is actually using the stadium. And I the think the stadium is different. We're talking about the complex part. The, eh? the stadium is fine. The stadium right. has been refurbished. Right. And and, but, and and the structural integrity has been confirmed, but right. not the complex part of it. Right. But yeah, the complex part is the is the is the is the is the um is the worrying part. And where it is there, not nowhere else in the in the, in the country but the complex they could use to put people at risk. Well, they could pass downtown. They could all come downtown. As a matter of fact, generally they come downtown now. They've been coming downtown the last few years. So just make up your mind now to go downtown and and get up to to the well. They don't go to the savannah generally. I don't think we innovative at all. There's several areas that they could use, where they could put beaches and create a kind of passageway through with beaches on either side. Instead well, of thinking only, about it, the only place I could think about down in the west is the is the foreshore. This the foreshore is a long things. stretch, and there 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 are there are places on that foreshore that you could put up bleachers. There's several areas they can think of. Portland mm. is a pretty expansive mm. area that they could think of things that they can do in an innovative manner. They inno they need to be innovative, and think be outside the box. Mm. Just simple as that, and, and I don't think they're doing that. Um, something as simple as, and this is just a string out an idea. Broadway is a very wide. That strip from Cipriani to South Key, you understand? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very wide coming off of the downtown normal parade stand. You mm -hmm. can put the other side of that because it's wide enough for bleachers on either side. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. As a matter of fact, that's I, where the downtown carnival starts. Yeah, exactly. But, but you could put bleachers on either side and mm -hmm. still leave pavement in the, in, the, in the corners to people to walk and have a very, very wide 
parade area, which is pretty lengthy. It's longer than the complex would be anyway. You understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that people parade through. That's just one idea throwing out there. Yeah. And that's downtown. What more? What? And it, it, it looks, the, it, the backdrop is nice because there's the lighthouse on one side and the sea. And mm-hmm. Cipriani's statue and heading into Frederick Street and the edifices going forward. You understand? Yeah. It makes for a good shot. And they're just not thinking out of the box enough. Well, simply because they have had an aversion to coming down in town, but then that's what they need to. That's where they need to go. And I don't know. I have I have made this case many times when I sat there. I said you don't get a more secure place than downtown now. One of the issues with downtown, mm. where the band leaders have some of the band leaders have resisted, is because the it, the, the flow of traffic through some of the smaller streets had not been managed, so they always had bottlenecks. Mm-hmm. And that that had been the issue many people just not wanting to go downtown because one the streets are so small um non-masqueraders invade the band very easily and the security issues and traffic and the flow of the band issues had been a, a concern but it's just a management issue yeah it is it is you yeah, have one parade think... where band, band could never beat man on a prescribed route and you can't deviate from the band you understand right. the, the, so and sometimes band would meet band by this junction and there's a bacchanal and they have yeah, to wait. That was a challenge too because bands generally too went off route back in the day. But yeah, I and what that you that do is you put now. a police marshal with each mm-hmm. band in the lead truck and say you cannot go there. This is the route. Yeah. That, that That's all. Improved. That has improved. That has improved. It has improved. So yeah. you make sure and put a police marshal with them and say no, this is the route. Go there. You can't have a band. You can come and tell you going another way because you'll be breaking it long. You'll have a heavy fine. Yeah. And that's all just a, a, a traffic management issue. Yep. And then everybody pass around one route. So it's a, a one circular route. You understand? A a you want to go back wrong, you can go back wrong that route. You can't deviate at all. Yeah. And that, that will also help with people understanding where to see bands and where to congregate and stuff where it's available. Mm-hmm. But they don't think out of the box. Well, they don't. As I say, it, they, 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 they generally put a plan in place and then somebody messes it up on that day. No, it is not It is not supervised all the way through. Hmm. So you depend on the obedience of some band leaders and they do what they want in many instances. Put a marshal, a police marshal on each lead truck. I've heard it said, and I'm going to uh, um, also, and I've seen it myself. Every police officer does become a commissioner on that day. Not when they have instructions from the commissioner. Ah, uh, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, well, you but then you will have to answer the commissioner if you cause a traffic jam. <laughs> Every police officer does become a commissioner and feel that they could say and and tell people what they wanted. <laughs> anyway. Mm-hmm. Embellish, <laughs> Chance. Embellish the statements. <laughs> ah, I just got a report that's being reported in the Mail Online in the UK, where a 13-year-old British girl is feared to have been abducted while on a family holiday to the Caribbean, Trinidad and Tobago. Mm? The teenager was last seen on a back road after going to a corner shop near her grandmother's house in Sangre Grande at 4 p.m. on December 17th. According to the Mirror, the UK Mirror, her name is Delika, they began searching for after realizing she'd not come home 10 minutes later and they were unable to report to, to locate her. 
Police officers from the local force anti-kidnapping unit were searching for the girl whose family has been receiving support from the UK Foreign Office. So this is starting to bubble on some UK outlets. I think it's just yesterday Richard was talking about missing people in the country. Yeah. Yeah. How alarming, how alarming the number is. Yeah. So this is, we can confirm investigations are continuing by the anti-kidnapping unit of the Trinidad and Tobago Police Service. This is going to be pretty unfortunate. I hope they find this young woman safely. Yeah. Yeah. But December 17, that's a while now. Yeah. And this report is, let me see the date on it. 6 January, one twelve Greenwich Mean Time, which means it's published this morning. Hmm. This is not going to be pretty at all, eh? Yeah. Delika White is her name, 13 years old. So I Talking hope she... about what's what's not pretty. When will Kevin McCarthy decide? All right, okay, forget. <laughs> when I they... don't know. He he has no shame. Your party None. don't want you. The Democrats don't want you. You kiss Trump behind too much, and you need to just step down and say, "I'm I'm withdrawing." Yeah, they don't want you. Yeah. When will he realize? What, what that? will what will your tenure be like now after you reject it eleven times? Yeah, you have no credibility. My God. And they talk about um, asshole countries and thing, and our our level of democracy. Yeah, mm-hmm. America is a disgrace right now. They were a disgrace. January sixth. What, what, what was the year where that man tried to overthrow his own self? Tried to overthrow his own government. Trump. Well, he tried to overthrow the incoming government. <laughs> Try to destabilize the place. Well, Raghubar Singh, do you have papers? No. Yeah, Monk, Top Junction yet? He was quarreling with somebody just now. No, I passed it, you know. And you ain't look, Richard? Yeah, it didn't. It had it on the outside. It wasn't in the inside. No, when did they write? It's somebody set up house there. Yeah. And it's all sorts of paraphernalia and thing hanging down and like he moving there. Yes, yes, yes. That's why when somebody asked me about the bus route. Body bus route, and I, and I told some one of the callers, You want to fight vagrants in bus terminals? They said, No, that's not true. Uh, yes, it is. Anyway, it's Friday, the 6th of January. Let's start with the news day. Mm. And we're using the Gary question, right, Richard? We could. <laughs> the among the times he's the among the times he sent me that clip. Oh, god, yeah, he need to stop. <laughs> yeah, the bridge have been blocked. January 6th, a news day for today. Since diving death tragedy, changes have been made at Paria. So says the health and safety officer lead. First police involved killing for year for year two shot two shot dead in Shaflair. Obviously, young people. Hmm. Commission of Inquiry, should Paria have stopped LCMS removing the pipeline plug? Question mark. Paria HSE manager 24 hours for rescue effort reasonable. Tributes and tears at Stalin's send-off. A quintessential Caribbean man. Street procession for Black Stalin carnival-like send-off for Sandu's son. No rest in grave desecration of Los Bajos Cemetery. And 30 small bands compete in pan semifinals. Let's move now to the Guardian Online. Black Stalin remembered as the people's voice. Sapper security headache as crowds flock to see Stalin for the last time. Ultra low-cost carrier. Arajet Airlines gets green light to fly to TNT. 
Uh, they fly from the Dominican Republic. Students pay tribute to cultural giant Stalin. Roberts resigned as TTT CEO. He's supposedly moving to the office of the Prime Minister in some public sector job, I understand. Divers removed inflatable plug. Saddam tells PM Rowley, don't waste time with conversations and crime. Harrier fuel ITM grilled over failure to set timeline for four divers' survival. Gonzalez, 200,000 TNT customers can still benefit from rebate. Classes dismissed over water problems at Marabella North Secondary. St. Joseph teachers agree to discontinue protest. Cop, cops probe shooting of Gardner at Mayor's home. And police kill two in Shafley. What is that? Oh, yes, I did see I did see that um that that incident last night at the mayor's home. Which mayor, mayor? Port of Spain. Huh? The, the mayor of Port of Spain. Your boss. Yeah, yeah where, where a gunman had jumped the fence and shot his gardener. And um but the gardener is in stable condition. And and the mayor was saying, you know, they, they just didn't expect anything like that to happen. And so he obviously he said, yeah, you know, you have a certain amount of security, but now obviously you have to enhance it. Hmm. Yeah. Moving now to the basically the express. I didn't realize it was in the papers. I got wind of it, but I didn't realize it was in the papers. It was on news last night. Oh, okay. Moving now to the express with a beautiful picture of children holding tributes to Stalin. Really nice picture uh, on the route for his procession. Prime Minister Rowley, he told us stories about ourselves. Uh, police killed two in Mount Doe. Family distraught over autopsy delay. Police killed two in Charflay. Teachers storm out. Marshall gets okay for stadium show. Gary for president. And I'll end there. It's a good segue. And those are trending stories in your Express Guardian and Newsday for Friday, the sixth. They call today Lewa, not so. The end of Christmas officially. Yep. Yeah. January sixth, the twelfth day of Christmas. Mm-hmm. My true love sent to me. What is he not saying? Five blankets warming. <laughs> Three balises, two rising suns. <laughs> You don't get rising sun from Zena. <laughs> I wanted to balance it off. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Paul, that's a good one. And I got for the president. Yeah, that would be our poll this morning. All right, so let's get into our poll. Let's get the results of our poll from yesterday. Good one, Paul. Uh, yesterday we asked you, do you think Trinidad and Tobago should implement entry requirements of a negative COVID test from visitors from China. That was our poll yesterday. Final results right after this. Get a master's degree from the UWE Atalogja Global School of Business. We offer programs to fit your busy lifestyle with internationally accredited degrees and online classes for MBA, HR, finance, marketing, sustainable energy, and SME management. Logjack GSB is an affordable and convenient choice for career-driven, leadership-oriented professionals. Registration is now open for January 2023. Learn more at logjackgsb.edu.tt. That's logjackgsb.edu.tt. Or email admissions at logjackgsb.edu.tt. All righty. Uh, again. 
Do you think Trinidad Tobago should implement entry requirements of a negative COVID test from visitors from China? Results are in 79% said yes. All right, 79. All right, this one is cool. All right. Uh, well, I we were going to ask about Gary for president it? yesterday. We said that yesterday. All right. So, what, what yeah, would you support Gary Griffith for president? Yes or no? There you go. Would because, you support? Because it was no, no. To be fair, it was a uh, 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 a discussion in yesterday's newspapers where they they grilled and told people on the streets of Port of Spain, and a lot of people said yes. You can't so, get more Friday pool than that. So Gary, obviously, no, Gary obviously has a lot of uh, goodwill from a lot of a lot of citizens. Yeah. So, but that's our poll this morning. We kind of taken it from the Express yesterday. Would you support Gary Griffith as the nominee for president of Trinidad and Tobago? Um, that's our poll. What do you think? Would you support Gary Griffith as president mm-hmm. of Trinidad and Tobago? Yes or no? That's our poll this morning. That's what we're doing. 222-8255-612-8255. Toll free, North Americans, 866-525-1099. Of course, also on our mobile app and on our website at power12fm.com. You can message and tell us yes or no. All right. Let me just get it here. So two to two talk two yeah. to two eight two five five North Americans eight six six five two five ten ninety nine people on the web and the app you know what to do. Would All you right. support Gary Griffith as president of Good. Trinidad and Tobago? Good morning, caller. That's our poll. Morning, people. Morning, everyone. No, no, no. no. no, no, no. What's oh. crazy? Yeah, yeah, All yeah. right. Yes. Thank you. No, no, no. What crazy ideas? All right. Good morning, caller. Good morning, guys. That's a definite no-no. All right. No-no. Uh, good morning, Central Animal Lover. Good morning, Dennis, Miss Ingrid. Um, uh, Miss Ingrid, you could go right ahead. Uh, stretch. No. Um, GB in Trin City. Oh, Lord, no. Um, Central Animal Lover says no to the pool. <laughs> Um, You're recording, right, Wendell? Yeah, yes, I am. Okay. Um, Trev, Trev in Arima says no. Ms. Maloney Dudu says yes. What says you, caller? Good morning, gentlemen. Hell no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lance Park, no. Carol Guevara, hell no. Moneymaker, yes. Um, DC, D says, yes, I would, but you might lose his voice like the other presidents. Okay. Troy. Yes. Gary for president. Wayne out in Simcoe, Ontario, Canada says no. Uh, Miss Ingrid says yes. Absolutely. Yes. Big guy says, hell yes. All right. All right, keep sending those calls. Well, keep calling and sending us your messages as well. Would you support Gary Griffith as a nominee 
for President of the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. That's our poll. Yes or no? Uh, Mega Mouse, no! Okay, hope I did you some justice there, Mega Mouse. I'm just saying it as you type it. Um, yeah. Would you support Gary Griffith as a nominee for President of Trinidad and Tobago? Good morning, caller. What says you? Good morning, heavens no. Heavens no. All right. Heavens no. One thing, guy, you feel does he book his emotion, eh? <laughs> hmm. Uh, Long Islander. Good morning, guys. No. All right. Thank you, Long Islander. Hmm. Well, he will, he will be one president will go back on a horse. We know that for sure. He won't oh, yeah. ride in the back of no vehicle. He going back on a horse. Mm -hmm. Ish out at Malik. Morning, Ish. Haven't heard from you from the year or for the year. So all the best to you. And he says, no. All right. Thank you, Ish. 222-8255-612-8255. Toll free. North Americans. 866 525-1099. That's our numbers directly into our studio. Of course, I've got my message board open right in front of me. So you can go to our mobile app or our website at power102fm.com and vote. Would you support Gary Griffith as a nominee for President of the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago? President Griffith. Good morning. No, that name shouldn't be even in a conversation. Only insulting us. <laughs> don't you? But yeah, but you don't insult him, man. Either. Yeah, you don't need to insult. We don't like insults on this show. All right. I thought this would have swung the other way. You know. I thought it would have. Um, but online, it's the opposite. The Majorities in the yes. Uh, let's see. Live and let live, Miss Ingrid says. Kenny out in Harlem says no. Thank you, Kenny. Good morning to you. All the best. All right. A minute and a half again. Uh, top of the morning, gentlemen. Yes. Hell yes to the pool. Uh, I'd love to buy a war tank. So says Mogains. Uh, DJ Ray says no. All right. G Gary actually, um, through his party, NTA, actually um, recommended some other people. He said, and, and here are the people he recommended it through his party. <laughs> Brigadier General Carl Alfonso, Admiral Richard Kelshall, Commodore Anthony Franklin, and Brigadier Anthony Philip Spencer. All guys, re retired military guys. He is recommended his party the nta mm -hmm. um said we need to think outside of the box and these are their rec those are their recommendations nta recommends four persons with military background and i called the four just now. all right 
Let's get those votes coming. Let's see. Uh, DJ Ray says no. Dennis says no. Never. Oh gosh, what do you have? Dennis James. No. Dennis James. Dennis James voting there? No, no. There more than <laughs> one person called Dennis. <laughs> I just teased <teased> Dennis. <laughs> Morning, Dennis. Long time no see, boy. <laughs> All right, um, I got 20 seconds again. The Queen of Shade is in. She's not in a good mood, fellas. You could tell just the way she walks in. You could tell when Evie's in a good mood or a bad mood or have not had breakfast as yet. Because she, she has not had tea with her Chinese soup spoon as well for a long time. Don't know what's going on there. Uh, Duke Street West says, good morning to hell with it. Call him Imbert for president. Oh, gosh. Sorry. That's a good poll, though. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, New Grant. Good morning to New Grant. Um, yes, Prime Minister. Yes, President. No. All right, so we'll go with you. No. Thank you, New Grant. Oh, so it's no, then? It's no. Okay. Is it Chief of uh, um, Commissioner of Police? Yes. The Prime Minister? Yes. But President, no. All right, let's get it. Oh, anything soaked in here? No? Okay. All right, let's get into our 8 o'clock news brief. Well, our major news, actually. Evie, the Queen of Shade, is in. Thank you for choosing Power 102 Digital. Listen every weekday for our live show starting at 6 a.m. Remember, like, share, and subscribe. Power 102 Digital.